Hey everyone, welcome to Mountain Made with Jess. This is your host, Jess Kissling. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Hopefully life is treating you well, things are going good. It's a wild time of year. I keep, you know, adding things to my schedule and realizing I need to maybe take a few things away or add in some more time for some rest because it's going to be a madhouse the next, probably the rest of the year. And all good, like, it's all stuff that I'm, like, thrilled to be doing, but, man, it's just a lot. So, if you're in the same boat, I'm with you. Kids going to school, we've got work, we've got fall sports, we've got holidays coming up, we've got hunts coming up, vacations, family time, like, there's just stuff. And, honestly, learning to uh, say no to certain things because... Even though it's a not a bad thing, it just, if it doesn't fit, <laughs> you got to prioritize and figure out what's, what's a hell yes and what's a hell no. And then all the stuff that's like a hell yeah, I want to do it, but maybe not right now. Wait till later. I like to be busy. I like the chaos, but to a certain extent, <laughs> I need my downtime like we all do. I'm sure you can understand this, especially if you have kids, busy lives, busy jobs, busy things. And I'm just grateful to live the life I live. And as I speak, I'm sitting here multitasking, watching my little boy play soccer at soccer practice, and I'm loving every minute of it. Life is great, but... I mentioned in a Instagram post that, you know, there's going to be hard days. There's going to be struggle. There's going to be pain. There's going to be frustration. You're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to have days that you don't feel great. That's just life, right? We can't avoid it. But realizing that those days will pass, just keep moving forward, even if it's slower than normal. Um, lean on people around you. Sometimes you're going to have to say no to things because you need to, you know, take a minute. That's cool. Most things will wait. There's there's things, yes, you need to keep your foot on the gas for, but then there's other things that aren't really a priority that you can um, skip or do later. And honestly, I think our bodies do a really good job of telling us when <laughs> it's time to take a little bit of a rest. So make sure you're getting your rest in. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. Anyway, you guys, hopefully life is good, though. Like I say, I'm grateful. I love my life. I love the things that we're doing. It's just, it gets to be a lot sometimes. So to take a step back and realize that I need to prioritize and uh, maybe say no to a few things. So taking some stuff off my list, then I'll get back at it. But anyway, life is good. So grateful for it. Um, Today, I want to talk to you about something that has been, it's something that I've known forever, right? But in certain times of my life, it comes back and uh, is more on my mind. And it basically goes along with the statement of, you know, knowing yourself enough to call yourself out on your own bullshit. But then on the other side of it, loving yourself enough to do something about it. There's a difference between knowing there's a problem and loving yourself enough to fix it. And then there's another area of knowing yourself 
well enough, no, calling yourself out on your bullshit, and then bullying yourself to change or putting yourself down or making yourself feel like garbage because you're not where you want to be or you want to change things. Things really start to change when you realize that you're worth it, you're capable, you're strong, and you have that self-confidence, that love. Maybe not all the confidence in the world, but you have enough to get started. Like for me lately, it's been my physical, my, you know, losing weight, getting back in shape. And it took a long time because I honestly was holding myself back for this exact reason. I was holding anger towards myself. I was holding resentment. I was holding all those negative feelings towards me because I had let myself get to a spot I didn't like. And instead of loving myself enough to make that change, I just put myself in a bigger hole and didn't make any changes. And when I did make changes, it was for the wrong reasons and it was in the wrong way. So when I realized, dude, I love myself enough to make these changes. I respect myself enough. I respect my family enough. I respect God even enough that I need to make these changes. Not only for me, but for everyone else. And realizing that I was worth it and that it was possible. You have to take the first step into action to realize what's possible. If you sit and make a plan and you sit and think of the things you should do, it doesn't change anything. But taking those first few steps, even though you might not see progress yet, it brings that confidence that you can do this. If you can do it one day, you can do it two. And if you can do it two days, you can do it five. And if you can do it five days, you can do it for a month. And just keep those positive habits moving forward. But loving ourselves is, is a vast difference than bullying ourselves into doing things or punishing ourselves. That's one big thing is I would punish myself because I had let myself get heavy and out of shape instead of realizing that I'm just, I'm better than this. You know, I would look in the mirror and I didn't see who I felt like I was. And that's a hard thing to, that's a hard thing to see is to look at a mirror and not even recognize who you are. To see pictures and be like, holy shit, that is not me, but it is. So realizing that there's a version of me in here that deserves that. Realizing that me making that commitment to myself, that shows my kids that it's possible. That's loving them. Not to mention everybody else that feels that that radiate from you. And this can be in anything. This can be in work. This can be in, you know, personal life with relationships. This can be with your mindset, with your relationship with God. This can be your, you know, your relationship with yourself in so many different ways. Figure out things that you love about yourself. Figure out things that you're proud of yourself for. Figure out how you're doing well at work or in your personal life or with your body. And think of how that can translate into an area that you're struggling. How can you being physically fit and in shape and feeling confident in that area help you at work? Well, I would, uh, I would bet that there's some dedication to your body, to your fitness, 
there's time blocked out for it, there's goals that you have, apply that to your work, you know? Think of, you know, there's a lot of people do bodybuilding competitions. Take that in, that's a big goal, right? At work, it might be a big project that you have been thinking about doing but haven't done. Set that as a goal, set a time limit on it, and, you know, make steps towards reaching that. There's a lot of ways that we can apply things in one area to another area in life in how we do it and how we operate. And that's been a big one for me. Although I'm working on, you know, all multiple different areas in life, picking, you know, my physical as a big one and my mental discipline, um, cutting out excuses and really just diving into who I am, what I'm capable of is a massive, massive undertaking, but it's been so rewarding. And I'll probably go into that a little bit more in the next week or two. I still have a long way to go. Like I'm nowhere near done, but I'm getting way closer than I was, you know, four or five months ago. But my mind had to shift from you piece of shit. What did you do or, you know, not do? Why did you let yourself get this far into, girl, you're way more capable than this. You're capable of so damn much that you don't even realize it. You have potential beyond measure. And it, it was, I started because I loved myself enough to make a change, not because I was mad at myself or because I was punishing myself. It was because I love that girl in the mirror. And honestly, if you don't love yourself, you're not going to make the changes. Loving yourself changes. It evolves. I don't love myself the same now as what I did a year ago or six months ago. It's completely different. But a lot of that is because of actions taken and things are just going to keep evolving. But loving yourself is something we have to work on daily. It's not just something that once you achieve, you just have. And it looks different for everybody. Right now, for me, loving myself means working out, means eating good foods, means getting the rest that I need. It also means looking into me personally and realizing God made me and realizing that, you know, I'm here for a reason and I have two kids that look up to me. What example do I want to show for them? Do I want them to see me feel defeated or punishing myself? Or do I want them to see a mom that loves herself and puts herself at a high standard, but also is happy to do it because she knows her worth? I really started thinking about it as, you know, how I feel about my kids and how God feels about us. And even how, you know, parents or close family or friends may see us. You know, we never see ourselves quite like they do, do we? No. We see all our flaws. We see our ugliness. We see our darkness. And by ugliness, I'm not meaning physically. I mean those deep, dark things that you shy away from. People don't see your insecurities. They don't see your bad days as much as, as, much as you do. But you know what? They see something that you don't. They see the positive. They see the beauty, the strength, the the raw 
goodness in you. So what if we took ourselves out of that position and saw ourselves from the outside? I did a meditation once with Greg Anderson, and it was incredible. He walked us through, and if I can, I will try and find if he has it linked somewhere on audio. And if I find it, I'll link it below. But he he talked us through... He, he had us, you know, get comfortable, close our eyes. And then we were at home on, you know, an afternoon. We had nothing to do. And he takes us through, you know, getting up and going to the movie theater and going into the theater. And we're the only ones there. And he had us sit on the front row and the movie started playing. And it started being really familiar. And we realized it's our life. And it's, you know how we see ourselves, right? And then he said, we get up and we go to another theater and we sit down and we watch and we recognize people in it. And we recognize that we are seeing us, ourselves through our mother's eyes. Can you imagine the difference of how you see yourself versus how your mom sees you? It's massively different. And then, you know, he walks you through and he goes in and and you sit and it's through your dad's perspective, your dad's visual, you know, and feelings. And you feel how he feels about you and how he sees you. And then you go to another theater and it's your husband or your wife. You see how they see you. And then on, you know, and it's your kids and how they see you. And he takes you through this journey of really realizing that people see us completely different than we see ourselves. And sometimes we need to afford ourselves way more grace and way more love. And yes, sometimes loving ourselves means picking ourselves up, realizing that we're full of shit and fixing things. That is a great version of self-love. It's not just about taking bubble baths and getting massages and taking time for yourself, which those things are important. But sometimes self-love is a kick-ass workout where you are sweaty and exhausted. Sometimes it's reading a book. Sometimes it's saying a prayer for the first time in a long time. Maybe it's a conversation with your love that you need to have. There's so many different ways that we can love ourselves. But calling ourselves out and realizing, knowing ourselves well enough to know where we're slipping And then making a game plan and taking action is so key. And realizing that everybody's going to do it a little different. And if somebody, you know, is giving you advice on how to do that, vet it. Vet the source. See how their life is. See if they're happy. Do they love themselves, do you think? Is it something that would apply to your life and to you and make you feel, you know, better about yourself and improve your life? Or is it just meaningless advice from somebody just talking about something they think they know. We have to be careful with where we get advice from. There's so much advice out there. And I mean, take it from me, this is a podcast with advice, not necessarily advice, but knowledge of my story. I'm just sharing my perspective on this. These are my thoughts. Take them with a grain of salt. Do with them as you will. It's not the gospel. It's just the gospel according to Jess, I guess, because it's just my thoughts on things. And I'm sure, you know, in six months to a year, I will feel a little differently in areas. And maybe I would have said it something, you know, a way different. But 
I'm just speaking my truth and things that I'm going through and learning and want to share with you guys. It's powerful to be able to realize that you love yourself enough to make a change. And that translates into your kids seeing that. Your kids see so much. They feel so much. So think about an area in your life where, you know, you need to call yourself out a little bit and show yourself some love to make a change. And then take daily action against it. It's important. I remember in a podcast I heard, I believe it was with Andy Frisella and uh, Ryan Mickler from the Order of Man podcast. I think it was on Andy's on um, an old MFCEO project one. Now it's called the Real AF. Anyway, I'll link it below too. But they're talking and Ryan said, you know, this reminds me of something in, you know, the gospel. And he said, you know, you hear always of love thy neighbor as thyself. And he said, you know, that's a noble thing. That's something good. Yes, we should be, you know, loving and serving our neighbors. But he said a lot of people miss the part of as thyself. Love thy neighbor as thyself. If we're treating everyone else around us like they're royalty and waiting on them hand and foot, but yet we don't pay any attention to ourselves, we don't love ourselves, we're punishing ourselves, we're mad at ourselves, we can't even spend time by ourselves because we're so disappointed in ourselves. If we're not loving that person that we are, that's that's going against that, right? We have to treat ourselves as we would our neighbor, as we would our friends, as we would a family member. Step out of it for a minute. And if you were looking at yourself from someone that you love and that loves you's eyes, what would they tell you? One thing I love about my husband is he doesn't sugarcoat things. He's not an asshole. He jokes. He's sarcastic. He can. He won't let me slide on things. If he sees me, you know, slacking a little bit, he'll say something nicely, of course. But if I'm doing something that's going to benefit me, he's the first one to support me and help me through it and not let me fall short of what I'm capable of. And at first I hated that. There was a long time there that I did not like that at all because I wasn't being real with myself. And so I would get really frustrated Now that I see things a little differently, I realize that he's just pushing me because he sees potential. He sees power. He sees strength. And he sees that I'm capable of more than what even I see sometimes. I'm just, I'm a person out here living life, just like all of you. I'm nobody special. But at the same time, I love myself. And I'm so glad that I am who I am. I struggle. I struggle like hell. (laughs) I'm sure we all do. They say if, you know, we were all to put our problems in a, in a circle and then draw one of somebody else's, we'd, uh, we'd trade for our problems real quick because everybody we know is going through something. But like I was saying before, put yourself in somebody else's eyes. See yourself as somebody that loves you, sees you. If you're struggling, I think that'll really help give you some insight into how powerful and beautiful and capable and strong you are. All right, you guys, 
I will uh, let you get on with your day, but thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Hopefully you took something from it. Hopefully you have a fantastic rest of your week, fantastic weekend, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Yeah.